What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Creative Locker Podcast. My name is Aaron Berkshire. Today is a very special guest. His name is Brett James, aka BJ, and I am part of his mafia because I watch his YouTube videos every single day. Jaguar YouTuber, Brett, what is up, my man? Aaron, want to say thank you so much for having me on the show, man, onto the podcast. You know, you've definitely been big inspiration to me, man, seeing all your work, all your content creation, too. And we got two great Jaguars content creators right here joining in on a podcast. And, you know, I'm excited for this show and I'm excited to see what the future holds, man. Dude, thank you so much, man. I can't wait to get into this conversation. The first thing we're going to talk about is obviously the Jaguars. But first, I just want to say, dude, you are so amazing at what you do. Every single morning I wake up and I watch you on YouTube and then I watch Generation Jag, Jordan DeLugo. Then I watch UCF Jaguar and then I continue on to watch all my 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 NFL shows like Pat McAfee, Rich Eyes, yep. and just everybody that I watch. But you guys are part of my daily routine, man. And I just love hearing about the Jaguars and you guys are what have really inspired me to not just want to make uh, videos about creating content and photography and videography, but also just be proud that NFL and the Jaguars, especially a part of my life. And mm -hmm. I really want to talk about it. And I love listening to creators who talk about it. So I just want to say thank you, man, for, for what you do and just giving me something super sick to watch, you know, and listen to you talk. Absolutely, man. And I want to say thank you uh, for, you know, continuously supporting me and you and many others that are out there, you know, supporting me, Jen Jag, UCF and the rest of the Jaguars content creators out there, including yourself. And, you know, we're all one big, huge family at the end of the day, man. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, it doesn't matter. And um, definitely just want to say my level of gratitude towards you and everybody else out there, man. So I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing today if it weren't for you guys. And I'm going to consistently put in the work and that's all it's about. I love what I do and we're going to keep working our asses off. Man, YouTube is special, isn't it? Like no matter how long you've been in the game, whether it's been for a very long time or somebody brand new to the game, kind of like me, and I, I'm not sure exactly how long you've been doing it, but I think mm -hmm. not too, too, too long. But recently you talked about yeah. stepping through the door of, and you know, I know our age gap, you know, you're in your young 20s and I'm, I'm in my 30s a little bit. And I know there's a gap there, but we're in the same world. We're in the same path, which is just trying to make a living for um, ourselves or our families mm -hmm. um, from not um, just the normal job, you know, mm -hmm. being a content creator, which is, you know, such a very, very like, it's such a niche nowadays. Like a lot of people are creating content in so many different forms when you say just so many different ways to do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely feel like there's a million different ways out there for people to become independent, um, whether that is through content creation in many different forms, such as obviously videography, photography, any form of filmmaking, the list goes on. And it's definitely great, you know, you alluded to it, you know, you being um, in your 30s, me being in my young 20s, and I'll be 22 next month, you know, we're just both in the same mindset, same work ethic of putting in the work, consistently putting out content, like you say, just make content. And, you know, finding a new way to continuously grow um, with our product. And at the end of the day, man, if we love what we do, we're going to continue to work hard for it and uh, work to become uh, yeah. independent entrepreneurs, man. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it's all about at the end of the day is, you know, I'm not going to not going to call it the matrix, but just breaking out of the yeah. system, you know, just breaking out of the system of not having your regular job, you know, because I worked in a kitchen for over 10 years. You know, I grew up working all kinds of restaurant jobs and like I, I paid my bills paycheck to paycheck and. I just was, uh, uh, you know, I've always been an artist. First it was music mm -hmm. and then it turned into photography. And then it's so weird because then it turned into creating content. And over the years throughout, um, well, since 26 to now, which I'll be 34 in March, you know, it's been just 
creating content, which is, it's so cool that you, you remembered it and brought that up, man. Like that's been my slogan for four years now. I've been rocking, mm -hmm. uh, just create content. Um, just like, just do it like Adidas. Yeah. Like, just create content in any way, shape or form, like no matter what it is, just create something in the form of content. Like I know that you're not, you know, a photographer, like, you know, by description or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're more of like, almost like a reporter, but you're still doing videos of yourself mm -hmm. and talk and it's, you're still a YouTuber, you're a content creator, you're a video creator essentially. And even though you're, you're recording videos of yourself, and I just think it's awesome seeing so many different versions of content, you know, nowadays in 2023 and how many different ways there is, you know, just to create content. A hundred percent. And, you know, I totally back up everything that you said too. And uh, I think what you had said too about your slogan as well is extremely important. And it's kind of a similar mindset I have. And ever since I saw that from you, you know, maybe a year or two ago, that slogan, just create content, that's kind of been my mindset going forward too. You know, and there is a million different ways to, you know, be a photographer, be a video filmmaker or videographer, yeah. or content creator of any kind of interest. And, you know, I'm going to continue to work at this. You know, I've, I've seen how much yeah. growth I've had in these last three and a half years of me being a content creator on and, YouTube. And dude, I've seen and the platform it. grow. Mm -hmm. and yeah, thank you, man. It. You know, it's crazy. I've been, I mean, it's weird because like you've you've been going like, you know, you've been going so hard. Uh, with the amount of videos that you upload weekly. And I'm just thinking like, wow, I love that this man is so creative to just continuously, it's like your, your topic, you know, is the Jaguars mainly. And um, a little bit, and I love that you also go into talking about the other teams too, because like a mm -hmm. lot of YouTubers, they won't spend any time, you know, it's all about the Jags. And of course it's always about the it's Jags. It's always the Jags, correct. It's always about the Jags. But like the fact that you talk about and res show respect to all the other teams for mm -hmm. like a good segment of your video, like, it's weird because you know you start you maybe for a team now um like one team maybe your subject now you know but like look at the pat mcafee's out there that just Correct. they start with one team but they just they end up becoming such a reporter and such a personality and identity that it just leads to so many things to talk about and just to create about which is yeah it's just awesome man i mad respect bro i know that you're young and but i love watching your i love listening to your videos and like dude the jaguars do you mind if we we take a left turn real quick? Let's and, go right into the Jags, man. Absolutely, dude. This We're is right this is why I'm so yeah, dude. Honestly, I've been I've been on a, a cloud nine uh, the, the the past 24 hours, man. Because like Absolutely. leading up to this game being uh, the last home season game for me to shoot, and uh, after my first season actually being employed by the NFL and being an LCC, this is uh, my last game of the season of my you know my first season doing that. And it was so special and like, I, I was like, wow, at 27 to zero, I was thinking, I was thinking, man, this, this is sad. This is the the last game of my season is we're going to, we're going to pull a Jag and we're going to, we're going to choke in this game. And I just think in the first quarters, I was thinking, man, do we even deserve to be in this game, man? Like how, and the, we'll get into how they turned it around and how now it's in the history books to be the, one of the most epic things ever. But Dude, how were you feeling in that moment? Like, did you feel that we even deserved to be playing in that game? Yeah, absolutely. And a couple of things I'd like to preface my comments by saying is that, you know, going into the matchup, first of all, I was maybe a little overly confident, a little arrogant and cocky when it came to this matchup with the Chargers. And I had definitely shown a lot of respect Me too. To, to, that, to that team and obviously Justin Herbert for 
where this team has been and you know all of the all pro and pro bowl level talent going into the matchup but i just felt like the jags were the team that were hot the, the jags were the team that were confident and we were playing at home in front of our crowd so i had a lot higher of expectations going into the game but what had actually transpired in that first half when the jaguars were down 27 to 7 and even when we were Face down play. 27 nothing to really get into that I never yeah. personally felt like being in the stands that that game was over and I had seen us down 17 nothing and I'm putting out on Twitter hey we're still in this game I've seen us down 17 nothing we go down 27 nothing and of course there's going to be a part of you that says you know what man maybe this is just what's destined to happen so I was just talking about it in this last Jaguar video that I dropped a couple days ago I was saying mm -hmm. let's just be glad that this is we're way beyond schedule you know this is where you know, we're not quite ready for this moment, but just look from last two years in a row to winning the division and being in a playoff game, mm -hmm. like just be proud that we're gonna move forward as a winning franchise. And that time is over, that time is dead. You can forget mm -hmm. about the, those Jags, all the past Jags. Like it's a new, it for real, real is a new era now in Jacksonville. And wouldn't you agree that like, you know, we totally have already made it way beyond the expectations of this year. 110%. I mean, they exceeded my expectations too. You know, I had the team going into the season, finishing with a record of 8-9. I had us just missing out in the playoffs because I knew that, you know, obviously a Super Bowl winning head coach like Doug Peterson was going to change a lot of things. Having a second-year quarterback and a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence that we all trust and believe in, he was going to take that next step. And I think both of them overachieved, exceeded expectations, and obviously a lot of the guys that we paid this offseason to, more notably on the offensive side of the ball, Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, all of these guys all had career years. Unbelievable. Yeah. And you can't say enough about what Doug Peterson really came in and instilled. Like you said, this is a brand new era, yeah. new regime, new culture. Yeah. This is not the Jags of the past. And even though we did overachieve and we did exceed expectations and now we're heading into the divisional round, we're now one of the eight best teams in the NFL remaining. It's crazy. It is it's crazy. great to know that we have that peace of mind yeah. moving forward, that we have the coach, you've got the quarterback, and that's the two most important elements to winning football and sustaining look at a what's competent going franchise on. moving yeah. forward. Yeah, and look what's going on around the league. Exactly mm -hmm. what you just said. Like, you got to have a quarterback and a coach that you know both of them are elite level to mm -hmm. really make it into playoffs and to make it far in this league and we finally have ours man like we've we got the doug marone and and you know even my boy gardner i love him to death you know but like just this elite talent of trevor lawrence where they compare him to guys like his favorite quarterback growing up peyton manning and they mm -hmm. compare him to andrew Locke, peyton manning john elway and your last season we're all just kind of like something just doesn't feel right about this. Yeah. Like it's, it's supposed to be better than this. It's supposed to be better than this. And it's crazy um, to think that the coaching had this much of an impact like Absolutely. on the guys' season and everything. Because like Doug Marone, or Doug Marone, I'm so sorry. Dougie yep. P, the king should absolutely win coach of the year for this. And like, man, if we, if we go to the AFC championship, his first which I know that's saying a lot. I'm already jumping past the Chiefs right now, which, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But, like, you know, if we – just even as far as we've gone now, like, that that has just shown that this this coach is elite. He really knows what he's doing with the football team. Obviously, he's won a Super Bowl. But to be able to come in and just be just black and white different mm -hmm. from what Urban Meyer did last year. Right. And just take this team to a whole other level, having his Carson Wentz version too, but in my opinion, way better. Of course. Like, no offense to Carson, he's a great quarterback, but I personally think Trevor is, and, and, and I'm going to like, I'm going to turn a little bit now too towards the topic of the top four AFC quarterbacks, because if it's, and mm -hmm. let me know if you agree with me, bro, it's been Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert, but if 
if I count right, we'd be Justin Herbert in the season and we'd, we'd just be Justin Herbert in the playoffs. I think it should be Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Trevor Lawrence now. Maybe yeah. then Justin Herbert. Do you agree? That's how I feel. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that statement overall. I'd say Trevor Lawrence has ascended himself at least into the conversation of being a top five quarterback in the NFL as a whole, a top four or five quarterback in the AFC, because we all know that the AFC does possess all the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But I we're, will we're say if we're trying to take a little bit of the bias out of it, and I'm really trying to be level-headed, rational with this analysis of it, it's hard for me, and I know you're a very big Lamar Jackson fan, it's really, really hard for me to not put Lamar Jackson still into that conversation because he is a unanimous MVP. He should have been an MVP, I think it was last season, had he not gotten injured, and now he's missed the last five games of last season, at the end of the year, the last five games of this season. And and as of right now, as we're recording this podcast, the Baltimore Ravens are playing the Cincinnati Bengals and the, the Bengals in the wild card round, and Lamar Jackson is not present due to that injury, and we know some contract negotiations. So I think Lamar Jackson's unbelievable skill set and talent still needs to be in that conversation. I definitely think that the argument there because of how much he has carried yeah. this Baltimore Ravens offense, but Le- Trevor Lawrence yeah. is absolutely right there in that conversation. And you're he right. Has done you know, Lamar did. Unf- Lamar did win the MVP. Things. He did. Yeah, Lamar did win the MVP. You really notice with the way the game's going on right now. Like you said, we are recording this during uh, Sunday Night Football right now, mm-hmm. Bengals versus the Ravens. And But you can see just the difference. And in, in, uh, Lamar Jackson's last game was against the Jaguars. Correct. And uh, that was an unbelievable also comeback win. And it's it's crazy that Lamar's last loss was against Trevor. And yeah. you know now we beat Justin Herber and Dak Prescott. And I just... It's so nice to see our boy up there, you know, because all the, man, I literally have, you know, screenshots and receipts about yep. people talking about Zach Wilson. And 100%. I don't even want to, I don't even want to hear it. Like this I don't dude, either. I, and, and I see it from a different angle, Brett, BJ. I see it from a whole different angle. Yeah. I see it down on the field with him in so many feet in front of me, right so up close. And I'm telling you, this man has the mechanics. And maybe not the magical creativity right now of someone of Patrick Mahomes, but when I mm-hmm. say when he moves around and just everything about him reminds me of Patrick Mahomes, and he's just a mix with if you take Patrick Mahomes and mix him with Pey- Peyton Manning, yeah, that's where I'm at with Trevor right now, and it's it's just nice, man. It's refreshing because I'm a lifelong I'm a lifelong Jag fan. I grew mm-hmm. up, um, you know, obviously the team came around in '95 '96, and I was about. Uh, well, like uh, I was like nine or ten years old, and yeah. my dad was a, my dad was a Dolphins fan. But as soon as the Jags became a team, it was nothing but the Jags from there on out. And I grew up just you know I'm from here. Even though I moved away for a little bit for for work and stuff, but I've always been a Jags fan, and I'm glad to be talking about them now, man. Podcasts, yeah, of course, YouTube, and whatever talking about the Jags just makes me happy. It yeah. does, and the, and it makes me happy. That's exactly why I began making Jaguars content on YouTube because. Three years ago, well, I started making content three and a half years ago, but I started making Jaguars content a little bit less than two years ago. So I haven't even been a Jaguars content creator for even two years. And I said, you know, the way the national media doesn't respect the Jaguars, they don't talk about the Jaguars. Plus, they don't know anything about our community, this fan base, the actual so organization, the way it's ran. So they, they, they literally look at things yeah. black and white, and then they still neglect to talk about us. And the prime example of that was when the Jaguars came back down 27 to 10, beat the Dallas Cowboys, they beat America's team, and they never talk about how great the Jaguars were. It was what did the Cowboys not do? And that was blatantly evident yet again. And it's probably going to be the same thing yeah. with the Chargers. What did the Chargers not oh, do? Yeah. Not necessarily what no, did the yeah, Jaguars it's... do? 
Fire the coach. Fire the coach. I watched every every TikTok, every YouTube video mm-hmm. that, over the past uh, eight hours of today that I could listen to in the truck and just whatnot. Just listening is to stuff today all day. And I was up till 3 a.m. because my adrenaline after the game. <laughs> yes, oh my yes. God. Through I was up till 3 a.m. last night as well, too. Through the I got roof. Home. Dude, it's so funny. I don't know if you listened to uh, Tony Wiggins' Locked on Jags, but he mm-hmm. literally made a video when he got, like, like after the game was over, 30 minutes after the game. So it's 2 a.m., and I'm listening to, to Locked on Jaguars, like, just in the kitchen, just fresh new video talking about the win. I'm like, this guy's dead. Yeah. I want to be as dedicated as this guy. Like, yeah. This is crazy. But, yeah, the adrenaline had me up, and just – yeah, it's all fire the coach, you know, It's and it's about Justin Herbert is so yeah. elite, but the team around him is not elite. And you know what? Exactly. You have to have a good football team all the way around you. Of you course. You have to have them all the way around you. I don't care if you're Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and all these guys fused into a one. If you have, you know, holes in your team, then it's just, it doesn't matter. It's not Trevor. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert aren't on the field throwing hands. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> or balls yeah. at each other's heads. And, and I do, yeah. and I do want to kind of add on to that point real quick. I do want to piggyback onto that because yeah, while it is go. very evident that obviously a coach and a lack of skill set players to put around a young quarterback is obviously going to hinder his ability to have success. Of course, you're going to want to put great players around him, and that was very evident with the Jaguars this offseason, getting the right coach, getting the right free agents to come in and help build a system around Trevor Lawrence, and with Justin Herbert. I mean, he is the first, or not the first, he's through the first three seasons of his NFL career, he has the most passing yards through any quarterback in NFL history. Like, we've seen the talent, we've seen the production, and obviously he's got some great players around him these last couple of years, like Austin Eckler, um, you know, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, etc. And my only issue Oh, that's with another that is, reason, no matter Mike how Williams great of a, play, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, Mike Williams didn't play, and that obviously definitely had a little bit of a, uh, a lingering effect, I'd say, on that Chargers team. But the point I'm trying to make, though, is that you see consistently, no matter how great you are, you still need good players around you. But also, if you are that guy and if you know you have a quarterback that, well, players are down, they're injured, and also you have some deficiencies on the offensive side of the ball, you need to pay a guy or you need an elite-level quarterback that can make up for some of those deficiencies. We know guys like Patrick Mahomes can do it even without Tyreek Hill. We've seen Tom Brady do it with guys like Man. Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola and Wes Welker. These, guys, these guys look these, like future yeah. Hall of Famers. Great yeah, these quarterbacks guys, these guys make didn't guys have, yeah. look other guys great. Yeah, nobody, yeah, none of the, dude, no, other than on the Buccaneers, Tom Brady's, uh, other than one season of Randy Moss, Tom Brady never had named receivers. He gave Correct. them names. Correct, exactly. He made their names names. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have the quarterback, and, you know, we got our guy. And the guys we do, we have our guy, William guy. Trevor Lawrence. It's crazy. that was promised. Yeah, that's right. The prince that was promised. It's, it's so funny, too, because, like, I love that guy. I didn't really like him a long time ago or just through mm-hmm. the years of really listening. And the fact that he's had T-Law's back since day one and bringing in the band to like yeah. play the trumpets and stuff. And, and I forgot what his name, what's his name? Nick Wright. Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First things first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, it's weird because a lot of the times that you have someone that's built, the hype is so built up around them like that. And it, it, most of the time it ends up not actually being that, but we can 100% tell that it's our time, man. It doesn't it even is. matter. It doesn't. I, I understand that we need Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram and Zay Jones, and we need all these amazing players around us. But like, you know, we didn't. I don't know, man. I just feel like I, I just feel like if you like you were just saying, if you have an elite quarterback who can just be a leader and just 
be an insane athlete, whether you're someone who runs around like Lamar Jackson or someone who's throwing it like Joey B and Trevor Lawrence and just obviously Patrick Mahomes, you just lift up every other player. You build up mm-hmm. everybody else's name and you guys... But yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert and the Chargers absolutely pooped their pants on national television in the fourth quarter. Last they night. did. I mean, it was blatantly 100%. evident. It was crazy too because I was like, I was sweating bullets in the freezing cold. It's like 30 degrees. I'm, I'm, I'm down there freezing my butt off. And I'm so focused in because I'm trying to do a good job, you know, shooting the game. And of I'm course. just thinking, I, and I have to be, uh, not, you know, uh, I'm not allowed to wear logos and stuff. It just has to be NFL logos and stuff. So I can't, you know, rep my team while I'm working. Right. I just got to wait to the end. But like in my head, I'm just so emotional because uh, in a good way, though, it's never distracting. It just makes me, it just gives me fire more. Like of I'm course. really zoned in. I'm really zoned in, you know, but I love the Jaguars and They've really, really turned it around. I didn't think I, you know, now why not join in the welcome open arms to anyone who wants to join in on being a Jaguar YouTuber. Now would be the time. Exactly. Not that I'm just trying to jump in on now, but like we need all the fans we can get. We need all the YouTubers we can get. The Jaguars don't even have a million followers on Instagram. They just hit like 750. Like we're the lowest, you know, fan base of an NFL team for the most part. I think like who's next? Maybe like the Texans or something. Probably something like that, but big shout out to Devin for always coming through with a great admin work, social media manager for the Jaguars. And that's another thing. Like we have, we just deserve so much more because, and we're going to get mm-hmm. it. We're on the way. I mean, especially, yeah. especially, I mean, look what's happening. When Trevor was drafted, we had 500,000 followers on Instagram, the Jaguars. Like we're talking about a shout professional up. NFL team. All the mm-hmm. other NFL teams have millions of followers, at least yep. three to five or, or way more. Like, and you're talking, we don't even have a million followers and we're a, freaking nfl team. i know so and we've got yeah, the best colors so, and the best logo i love yeah dude oh my god yeah i fully agree 100 fully fully agree i can't wait for them to bring back a classic vibe though. it's it happening next be, year it's gonna happen next year i really hope it does because they need to listen to the fans they don't have to necessarily bring back the whole jaguar body that's like the jaguar mm-hmm. in the car like i understand that one but give us those classic um Give us those classic vibes. Give me just the color, like just the, yes. the jerseys, the jerseys with the like the gold rims on the the double. You know what I yep. mean? And just I don't. Give I know me exactly something vintage. To. Just give us something vintage. Yeah. Like, don't you guys think it's time? And yeah, I'm so glad you brought up Devin, man. I love the social media team for the Jaguars. They're one of the most creative, one of the most dominant social media teams I think in the whole game. Absolutely, they keep receipts too. They keep a lot of receipts. Oh yeah, no, they're insanely professional. I have nothing but love and respect for um, every single person that works uh, for the Jaguars team and for the social team. And I'm glad to feel like I work for the NFL. I'm not, I don't work for the Jaguars, even though I do side jobs for the Jaguars foundation, uh, which is kind of a form of way of working for them. But you know, every time I ever get to do anything at all, that is, has to do with the logo of the team, the team I grew up loving, I'm thankful. And uh, God is good for all opportunities. You know, you just got to make the most of it and do the best you can. Absolutely. And, you know, I definitely see myself uh, maybe not necessarily in the exact same position, you know, where uh, I'm going photography and other uh, forms of content. And, sure. you know, maybe one day that ends up being my niche and I kind of fall into that. And that's another skill set that I've always been wanting to learn. And slowly but surely, like I'm trying to branch myself out and put myself in those uncomfortable positions. But I definitely see myself one day working for this team, for the team that I love. Um, born oh, and will. raised 904. You absolutely, and, will. absolutely, man. And it's just, you know, work in process and every day I'm going to wake up and just create content.
So just create content, baby. Just create I mean, content. Like, dude, I mean, you can do anything you put your mind to, man. You really can. Absolutely. And I, I know. I know it to be true because I'm. I'm I'm from nothing. I come from uh, 103rd Jacksonville, kind of like uh, maybe the hood. West Side, shout out. I, straight up 103rd Normandy West Side is where I was born and raised. And, you know, I come from nothing. And, and, and every dream that I've had up until 33, I've honestly made come true. And I can say mm -hmm. that like full on. And uh, you just got to work for it. So I've always been a, I know it sounds, sometimes it sounds, you know, corny or whatever when I say, you know, hey man, if, if you, you want something you really can't get it it's all just about how much you want it you know yeah. how really much you're willing to sacrifice and, yeah i mean yeah and just a hard work because like you could sacrifice but if you don't really open your mind up and learn and, and definitely be open to criticism and just be open to learning new tricks and techniques no matter what you're doing whether it's photography or reporting on football or and, and, and bj i 100 believe that you'll be on the sidelines doing whatever you want to do man because you got so much passion being uh 21 right you said you're 21 21 yep you got so much passion and you got so much dedication i'm sure by the time you're 25 you'll be in, in, in really where you want to be i'm sure yeah um, and that's exactly why i dropped out and i'm willing to put myself in this position where i'm taking this leap of faith i believe in myself believe my work ethic and i got people like you and a lot of other people out there and good people in my life to consistently support me so thank you man so let's let's transition a little bit more to talking uh Kind of uh, uh, about you a little more is it cool if i ask you a couple questions absolutely man go right ahead I'm, I'm i'm an open book awesome so what were you going to school for so i did get my associate's degree at fscj i actually just got it uh, up in community college up in jacksonville just this past summer and then i just was in my first semester at the university of central florida i had actually just got it admitted into the journalism program um very small number handpicked program and journalism was something that I was extremely passionate about um, after high school and this is the career that I wanted to pursue but I came into UCF completely open-minded and I came into college completely open-minded with the idea that hey you know while I am going to work on my content something else that I'm very passionate about I also want to be working towards my education and to at least just have that piece of paper to say hey you know what I got my education but how did I actually apply it and where did I get that hard work from but I realized quickly and I realized just kind of over time that going to UCF and going to college really was just not for me. Um, not necessarily anything against the professors, I had nothing but a great time, great school, but I just felt like personally, college was hindering my level of success in order to become an entrepreneur. And I realized that being a journalist and being a reporter in the field in those circumstances was not necessarily for me. I felt like my hard work and what I'm passionate about will eventually pay off more than what that piece of paper will in 10 years from now. And, you know, I took that leap of faith. I dropped out of college and I said, you know what, I'm gonna continue to work hard, produce content, do something that I love and I'm very passionate about. And I know that this will continue to take me further and open up different opportunities for me moving forward. And that's ultimately why I came that decision to really yeah. drop out of UCF moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think really, I think what you're saying, you know, the way you feel is that you're confident that there's other paths and other other roads that can lead to the success that you're looking for or what you're chasing in life and mm -hmm. where, where where you want to be you know as you continue to grow up and stuff there's different paths than just having a piece of paper from college there's so many different forms of college too man like for instance i went to the college of youtube i literally mm -hmm. learned i learned uh, i mean i'm not afraid to say that i was a high school dropout um 
I cared about uh, music and I was playing music full time and I was just skateboarding, playing music and just didn't care about school at all. And, mm -hmm. you know, you, you know, in my 20s, I, I really I found out um, once I picked up the camera and I, I kind of made that transition as I want to learn more. I started watching YouTube videos, man, and YouTube became college for me. I found a couple guys yep. that almost became professors and I, I tell everyone that I go to uh, YouTube college and uh, you can really learn anything you want, any trades, any skills, any Anything you want to do, it's literally all on YouTube. Like YouTube mm -hmm. pretty much has a visual example answer. I'm a YouTube spokesman now. <laughs> YouTube yes. has all YouTube has all YouTube the answers admin. for everybody. Go to YouTube because they have all the answers for you. I mean it really yeah, of course. is it really is though. You know, it's the Google of video. Like any answer you have and there's there's different answers, you know, different ways and techniques for everything, but you know, YouTube really taught me a lot with photography, with video, and uh you know, you bring up, uh, you know, it was UCF that you were going to. Um, now, were you inspired by uh, our friend UCF Jaguar on YouTube? Or did you watch him? And did that have any uh, connect there at all? The fact that you went to UCF and he is UCF Jaguar and just kind of that whole, were you inspired by him at all or anything like that? Yeah, I will say uh, me and Dalton, for you guys that don't know his name, his name's Dalton. Uh, me and Dalton. Oh, yeah. No, uh, no, no. I just good friends. Yeah. yeah oh, you guys are yeah, good UCF friends. UCF Jaguar. For, for everyone that doesn't know. Um, I just feel like everybody yeah, calls we, him UCF Jaguar. I just don't, you know, I just feel like that's how he goes by his name. Like, uh, he actually hit me up to uh, possibly shoot his wedding a little bit while back. So, like, mm -hmm. no, da Dalton's dope. And I just literally call him, U it's just a habit. It's weird. I call yeah. him UCF Jaguar to everyone. And it's, like, literally just programmed in my brain to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, so you guys are buds. Did he, you know, he, he did he, you know, hit you up and say, hey, like, it's cool that you, you, you know, I, I kind of inspired you to do this. Yeah, so like when, when I actually got um, my acceptance letter back, I think early in the spring this year, well, I guess not this year, 2022, and I got admitted into the into the program in the fall semester, you know, I shot him a call and, you know, he was excited for me and happy for me too. Though. But I've known UCF really since 2019 and Dalton, um, you know, I the first time I ever ran into him, I wasn't even making YouTube videos yet. I was down in Orlando at the Orlando Magic uh, Toronto Raptors playoff game oh, here in game three. And as I was leaving the game, you know, I'm walking down Church Street in Orlando and um, I'm like, hey, you're UCF Jaguar. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? And I'm like, yo, big fan of the channel. You know, great to talk to you. I talked to him for a couple minutes. And then from there, um, I'd say just kind of over these last three years, we just kind of became closer and closer friends. Um, and just, you know, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. And uh, I wouldn't say UCF necessarily had any inspiration on me wanting to attend the university of central florida but it oh no i meant being a, i meant that i totally meant being a jaguar youtuber like being a full oh, jaguar oh, being YouTuber. a jags youtuber i thought you meant I yeah, thought you yeah. Meant no, no, no. No, no 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 like no. being a jaguar youtuber yeah no i i still wouldn't necessarily say so either like i said i was already watching ucf's content you know for i don't know a good maybe two years or so too and i've always yeah. loved his content still to this day i still watch every single one of his videos and he Same. knows that but I, I said it was more so I was just so self-driven, so self-determined to want to produce Jags content. I didn't like the misrepresentation of the national media and the way yeah. that we are perceived by the national media. So I wanted to be a voice for the Jaguars. I, I'm very passionate about it. 
and I wanted to be someone Same. from the community, from the city that said, hey, you know, I can speak on the Jags in a good light, in a good manner, and give us the proper representation. And I you see it. it, and a lot of other people see it too, yeah. and that's all that matters to me. I love it, dude. I love it. I just don't think that there's, an, I don't think there's enough. That's why I wanted to just join in mm -hmm. now. And, and it's just fun. I don't even care if it never goes anywhere. If one or five people listen to my Jaguar videos, then I'm stoked. I don't even... I don't even exactly. Care. I literally don't care. I just love talking about the Jaguars, and I, and the reason why I asked about UCF is because uh, Dalton. The reason why I asked about Dalton is because um, you know you and him and Jordan, you guys watching you guys produce Jaguars content is what made me want to do it. So I was yeah. just wondering if it was like a like a circle, you know, like he he yeah. yeah you you might be the reason of watching hit from it watching him, and I'm the reason from watching you guys and. It's yeah. just, but see, look, more. it's a domino I mean, effect. It's a domino. It is a domino. And, yeah, and, and that shows that you guys are good. Uh, yeah, no, and it, and I, I always said it on my videos. I'm going to say it yet again. I'm extremely appreciative of each and every single one of you guys. Uh, you know, just the amount of love that you guys show in it clearly is evident you know you say you wake up you have your routine you watch UCF you watch me you watch Jordan yep. you know you go and watch Pat McAfee and you just watch any other content of football that you can consume in your everyday life you know it definitely means the world to me and like I said look now you're wanting to go and produce Jaguars content and hey look maybe I inspire others to do it maybe other people are inspired by me to go do something else whatever it may be and yeah. it definitely just means the world to me at the end of the day yeah. that you guys love, are out there and enjoying the content I love it man I just love how you guys talk about the Jags because you're right dude the media hates the Jags the media hates the Absolutely. Jags so like we need more like we just need more like uh, awesome people that really 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 love the Jags to start creating content but I think I, I do think that that's changing now for sure you can definitely feel it in the air changing with Trevor with winning winning cures and changes everything and maybe that we have the print since we have the prince that was promised maybe they will actually mm -hmm. start showing us attention and, and you know there's I, I've seen a lot of other teams have people that have whole channels just talking about the teams and you know just like positive light and sometimes things are negative like you and you, every every one of you guys have all covered the Jags through all losing seasons I mean it's no mm -hmm. it's no secret that we're our losing team and been a losing team other than like one random season 27 and 2017 you know two out of mm -hmm. 20 plus years you know like we're, we're, right. losing, we're a losing organization we're the joke we're a clown organization all this yep. crap all this crap turned that around didn't we um starts with 16 but <laughs> it and, does in dougie p you know and you know creating content for football is something that i always wanted to do so I'm glad to be doing it now, man. And uh, it's cool to have you on the Creative Locker podcast because the Creative Locker podcast, I didn't want it to just be like a podcast where I talk to only photographers or only people that like, you know, mess with cameras the way that I do, you know, and really into it. All creators. It's called the Creative Locker. Like I, I just want it to be almost like a, I wanted this to be almost like a, like a, almost like a Joe Rogan thing. Like I'm really, yeah, I was just about inspired. to say Joe Rogan. I was just yeah. About I'm to really say inspired by Joe and I just want to have different guests. Um, I should have a couple, uh, really cool, um, surprises with some cool people coming up soon. And, uh, That's awesome, man. That, that even work for the Jaguars and that'll be really cool. And like, I just really want to do like a cool show where I just talk to my friends and people that inspire me. And if you're creating content in any way, you can be on the creative locker and have a conversation with me. I don't care if you're nobody and I don't care if you're somebody, nobody's nobody, but I don't care if you think you're nobody and I don't care if you're someone, you know, with a big, you know, following or anything like that. Yeah. yeah I just, I, I, I love it. And people have told me for a long time that 
I'm a good talker and we were talking kind of bullshitting before we started um, this actual podcast how it's easier to have a conversation with someone and it's easier to yep. talk than it is to just kind of talk to a tripod and a camera and be that kind of YouTuber full time, which I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying those videos too. Like you do like, you know, UCF and all the people we talk about, I'm trying to do those too, but just incorporating the creative locker podcast into creating videos and, and podcasts, something for people to listen to. Um, it just makes it easier having just good conversation and getting to know people. It definitely does. And something I do want to piggyback off of, uh, what you had said and, you know, I'm kind of losing my train of thought too, though. I know you said that <laughs> Oh, there we go. It was about the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want to kind of implement other creative content, people yeah. who do any form of content, whether they're established or they're kind of new new beginners to the content creation world, how you kind of want to get them onto the show. And something that I take away a lot from Joe Rogan, I don't watch a lot of his podcasts, but obviously I've seen a decent amount of Joe Rogan, the visuals, and I've also listened to a good amount of his podcasts and audios sure, sure. throughout the years, is that the way that I want to do my style of when I interview Jags players this off seasons, because I'm going to make it happen, I'm going to manifest it, I'm going to put in the work, and I will get some Jaguars content, or excuse me, I will get some Jaguars players to come onto the show and do some kind of content creation in that way. And obviously I'm going to hold out hopes for my guy Jamal Agnew. But back to the point is that I want that to be a Joe Rogan type of podcast, interview, sit down conversation. I don't want it to be a, hey, this is me. I'm a Jaguars Just content creator. Interview. Hey, you're Jamal Agnew. Yeah. Hey, you're exactly. That's not yeah. who I want to be. There's going to no. be questions about football, but I want to dive deep into personalities. Just, I want yeah, to dive deep into yeah. actual everyday life and yeah. really build a you know personality out of that and build a video out of that. And that's something that I want to continue to do moving forward. And I'm going to manifest that. I'm going to work towards that this offseason. So after we win this year's Super Sick. Bowl, oh! I get to... And I get to cover some Jags players this offseason once I hit them all of them up. Um, you know, that's something that we're going to be doing, and I'm extremely excited for what the future holds. You know, dude, you said you said it all, man. I mean, you said it all. They're, they're so much more than just football players. They're not just, you know, Absolutely. they're not robots. They're not machines. I've become yeah. friends. I've become friends with quite a few, and I'm very grateful. And they're, they're really awesome to get to know, and they're all amazing uh, humans, you know, that are really caring and uh, I've only met a couple that were kind of jerks and you know, we can all see out in the world, which players, of course, you know, or we can all see that it speaks volumes, but uh, football players are not just, you know, they are, they are entertaining. They entertain us. They're in the entertainment industry and if, you know, we're in the entertainment industry too. That's what we're doing too. But, but they're awesome humans, you know, and that's cool. I can't wait to see yeah. you. You're definitely going to do it, man. I got no doubt. Jamal's really cool. Thank you. I'm sure. If you just hit him up, I'm definitely, I'm sh sure he definitely would do it. He, yeah. He, I've been in, I've, I've talked to Jamal on a couple of occasions too. That's cool. Um, he's and a good DMs dude. and stuff too, though. He's, he's a good, dude. yeah, he's a good dude. And I, and I've met, and I've met a bunch of the players outside of, uh, you know the stadium and stuff too. Smoot's a great guy specifically. I think that stood out to me. Such a rad Josh dude. Allen's a great guy. Both of those guys to me, I've met them both around town before on a couple of occasions, and That's both cool. are great dudes. But um, yeah, hope I'm, I'm praying I get yeah. Agnew, uh, and that one we'll manifest so that one. We'll let's, manifest that let's, one. Let's let's back up to something you mentioned brief, just briefly. You said after we win Go this ahead. year's Super Bowl. You said after we win this year's Super Bowl, and you know I got to tell this story for the past um, month. I'd say easily four weeks. I've had this saying that I've been telling the the camera guys, the the video guys, the social media team, and the Jaguars. Um, I've been and I've been commenting it on the Jaguars post on Instagram too. 
um, on everything that I see. I've been commenting this one thing and I say, we're never losing again. And it's so funny because we were down 27-0. Yeah. I was like, well, that's definitely dead in the water now. And then we came back and won. And I was like, <laughs> and I walked right. up, I walked up to one of my, one of my friends on the Jack social team. And I'm like, I said it was going to happen, man. I said, we're never losing again, dude. We're going to go beat yeah. the Chiefs. We're going to go beat the Chiefs now. I mean, whatever. The NFL put it right in front of our face. They put Trevor Lawrence right in the front of the pack walking towards Arizona in that cartoon graphic. And I truly feel that the NFL supports and backs Trevor Lawrence as being a huge future face of this league. And They do. And, and you know, and he's going to earn it, too, by, by probably winning a Super Bowl. And Dougie Peterson will have a statue in Philadelphia. And then he'll, he'll have a statue in Jacksonville. One in Jacksonville. And then he'll be, honestly, one of the best. He will really be one of the best coaches probably in all of football history. yeah and doug peterson he when that. he brings jacksonville to super bowl he's never paying for another meal in the city of jacksonville ever again like he is Dude. getting every meal for the rest of his life covered Bro. for as much ice cream as he would like and whatever yeah. the hell else doug peterson and his family wants they got it Dude, everyone is already shocked that we beat justin herbert and everyone's already saying yeah. we're gonna get spanked by the chiefs this was awesome we all know we're hey, gonna love the, the underdog chiefs. mentality even my even my even my wife's like because you know we're patrick mahomes fans too she's like everyone knows and of also course. look at this whole season the little pitches and the little just patrick mahomes is free a freak man he's a freak so it's easy to just be like it's easy to just be like yeah, I'm so thankful for how far we won a playoff game. We went from last to first, and now we're mm-hmm. just we're we're so we have so much brightness to look forward to. And my wife's so silly. She's like, "Yeah, but you know, obviously, you guys end up playing Patrick Mahomes next week. Like it was it was fun, but you know what's going to happen there. So just enjoy it, bask in it, and just you know be appreciative." And I'm like, "Yeah, of course, yeah." But 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 what what if what if what if like, I know they played earlier this season, and it was a crazy game. And I don't know if you remember this, bro, but, you know, Patrick looked back at Trevor and said, Hey, man, I like what you're doing with this team, man. Yeah. We're going to see you guys again, man. You remember him saying yeah. that? Yeah. Dude. I know, I do. It was uh, when they when they dapped each other up after the game. And I yep. said, hey, man, you guys got a good group, group of guys going right Yeah, here, you got man. a good group. You know, yep. keep it going. And he was right. We lost that game 17-27 to 27 at Arrowhead. We're familiar with the territory. It should have even been win. Yeah. And yeah, and the thing is, we created three defensive takeaways that game and we still lost by 10 points. And lost. look at the yeah. flip side. We had five we had five uh turnovers yesterday and we still came back and won down 27 nothing. This is in any given Dude. Sunday league and we've seen how resilient this team has been and yeah. I truly believe that the Jaguars and I've said this before and I'll keep saying it again, it's not about squeaking into the playoffs, it's about streaking into the playoffs. How they yeah. have a belief system. No, yeah, and just the stop with the yeah. Me exactly we, stop with the like oh it's just a fluke stop that no it's not a fluke. i want it's the joey i want the joey burrow mentality he said this is we're gonna smoke our cigars have our t-shirts and that's just yeah what we expect going forward three, every three more wins now. man three, yeah. it was three more wins we're on a six dude, game win streak make it three more dude i mean what's crazy is it's only two more and and then they would be in the super bowl Right, you got Correct, the divisional, yeah. we've divisional, never been to the, the AFC Championship, and we've never even been to a Super Bowl. So it's like, mm-hmm. and then here's what you know. I know it's the Chiefs, and I know that they're on this insane year right now. Patrick Mahomes is on fire right now this season, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you know what'd be crazy? Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship, and the NFL script writers might might just script it that way. They might have. Listen, listen, listen. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to lose to Joey Burrow a third time. 
because he already no, lost he's to him. In a, he's already lost to him in prime time in a big, huge national mm -hmm. championship game. And yep. then he, he's already lost to him, right? They lost. We lost to him in a game last year. Last year, week yeah, four. So he's mm -hmm. not losing to Joey again, dude. Especially uh, in, no. a, in, a, in the AFC Championship, winner goes to the Super Bowl, which our team's never been. And I know his team was just there, but dude, I think it's our time now. Like, who they gonna beat? The always Jags. I, right. I might, uh, yeah. It might have been a bit far, but I'm just, you know. No, I'm that's fine. Not, I, I, I'm not threatened anymore. I'm not threatened anymore yeah. with this team. I'm just not threatened anymore. I'm not I'm scared. Not either. We don't have our backs against the wall anymore, too, and I love the underdog mentality. Yeah. Look, whether we play Kansas City, we played the Bengals, we played the Bills, it doesn't matter who we play. We're going to continue to be the underdogs. If we yep. go to the Super Bowl, and when we go to the Super Bowl, we're going to be the underdogs. And just keep that same mentality, too. We've been there, done that. It doesn't matter if we're down. It doesn't matter if we're up. This team, this defense finds a way to be opportunistic, make the plays. Doug Peterson's yeah. caught, clearly got these guys all in a position to succeed. And, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, man, these guys aren't scared and the fans aren't scared anymore. We truly believe in the product that we're putting out on the field. And these guys believe mm. the energy is different. And the 904, man, I'm telling you, this entire city, they all believe right now. We all believe in 16. In Trevor, it's we trust. <laughs> dude, I have that shirt, dude. Thanks to Jordan DeLugo, yep. actually. I have that. Uh, I got the pin. I got the pin. Dude, I, you know, yeah, man, I just think that he stands. I think he can stand up to any one of them. Uh, and I think our team is really believing in him and believing the whole way. I mean, uh, it's us. It's us this year. Maybe it is. Maybe it is us yep. this year. We'll see. We'll it see. Does. I mean, I, I love, I just love this. I love the confidence. And it's a different kind of confidence. It's not the same confidence, cocky mm -hmm. kind of shit that like Jalen Ramsey had going on in 2017 after. We yeah, that was just being arrogant. Yeah, was, yeah, no, this is this is something we've never felt before. Yeah. Maybe they did in 98 and 99. I was too young to know. So this is definitely Yeah, and I our, wasn't even born. Our, I'm an o, yeah. I'm an 01 baby, so yeah. Yeah, so like I mean def, I mean this is it's crazy. Honestly, we were shocked at the end of the night, dude. I can't like with the field goal. Did you see the field goal just barely made it in like this month much? I know. So I'm on it's the opposite shocking. end of the, uh, of the stadium. Yeah, I I'm on the uh I don't know. Depends on the direction you're looking. I think I'm on the west side of the stadium because I'm over in section 223. And uh, to see, I mean, I knew Riley was going to make it, like, regardless. Oh, I he's... knew he was going to make it through the uprights. But to see yeah. that kick go through the middle of the uprights, then with the wind, curve back. Oh, I think my heart dropped for a good second. And I was about to cry. But Riley made it. And he's been a lot more consistent since the Kansas City game. He's 17 of 18 on field goal attempts. Uh, after a rough, uh, rocky start to the season, he definitely kind of settled in. And obviously last night, he made it. That's all that matters. Chip shot or not, high leverage moment. Fate of the universe on the line for all the marbles. He came through and big shout out to Riley Patterson for what he did. Dude, huge shout out to Riley, man. He's so cool, dude. I, I, I think he's definitely going to be our kicker for a little while going forward. He, he, he just deserves it. He deserves it. He definitely deserves it. And, you know, also huge shout out to Travis Etienne because I was really, I was really... Mm -hmm sad to see that I, I i just wasn't seeing those breakout home run plays and then right when we just you know his time was destined to be that fourth and one and that trick play that mm -hmm. doug calls on that fourth and one everybody stacked everybody looking like trevor's just gonna you know just manpower way through it and the fact that we just gave it to etn and let him run on the outside and just beat everybody dude that's what travis etn's meant to do 
That looked yeah, like such a Philadelphia. That was such a Philadelphia Eagle old school. Like, remember the Darren Sproles? Yep. Remember, like that was oh, such. Those were the days, man. Dude, that was such Deshaun an Jackson old school. And Jeremy Macklin and that team. Michael and you Vick, can see it. LeSean and you McCoy, can yep. see it, dude. You can see it mm -hmm. through the Jaguars plays. You can see it in like. I mean, I yeah, man. I'm not even gonna say I don't know if it's gonna be this year, man. I hope it is, dude. And if it, and we're already this far, no matter what, there's nothing but excitement in this mm -hmm. offseason and being a proud Jag fan. 100%. Of course, and but look, we didn't I, come this yeah. far to come just this far. It's as simple as yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, because how many? Look how hard it is. Look how hard it is just to get to this far. It's really hard to get into the yeah. playoffs. It's especially now and, that and it's extremely added, hard to win any game, bro. We could literally talk about the Jaguars for hours. 100%. This is I can so say you talking about the Jags all day, every day. Dude, we should uh, we should 100% follow up and do another one together. After, Absolutely. I'm always down after, to do a great collab. Let's, dude, I've enjoyed this conversation with you so much, homie. Listen, I think that we should do another video talking about the Jags after they lose or win the Super Bowl and don't lose at all. I, when the season's over, we should do another one. We'll, say, we'll, we'll put it like when the season concludes, but after That's we have our mean. Super Bowl rally in Duval County and the whole city goes crazy and, you know, I go get my Jaguars tattoo on my left arm and I finish out this sleeve, then you know what? Then sure enough, we'll go ahead and we'll do another collab right afterwards. Dude, it's going to be epic, dude. You whenever, you, whenever you're ready, dude. I'm so grateful for you to come on this show, man. Listen, dude, I'm going to say a couple things, but before I do, would you like to say a peace out to the audience? Anyone who is awesome enough to listen to this podcast or check out this YouTube video, do you want to go ahead and just close out and say something to them before I close? Yeah, so I'll say, you know, kind of my little last minute thoughts in uh, my closing statement is that I want to say, first of all, thank you, Aaron, for, like I said, allowing me to come on to the Creative Locker podcast. Come sit down. This is our first collab together. And, you know, I know we've been following each other's work for an extended period of time now. And it's definitely been great, too, to see the work that you've been doing and how continuously hard you've been working. And obviously, it's being reciprocated into what I'm doing, too. And I'm definitely grateful for that. I'm definitely grateful for each and every single individual that has been supporting me on YouTube, on Twitter, people coming up to me in public and just constantly having my back. You guys were a big reason as to why I felt validated and grateful enough in order that to drop out of college and I obviously believed in myself and believed in my work ethic and to see where I can go. And I'm just extremely grateful for every opportunity that's coming moving forward. And just know that this, the rest of this Jack season, no matter what happens this week and moving forward, we've got the quarterback, we've got the head coach and it's a great time to be a Jags fan. And I'm extremely grateful yeah. for this team, for the city and just everybody out there in the Jaguars community. And it's just yeah. a beautiful feeling right now. I just want to say thank you guys all so much from the bottom of my heart, man. Again, just thank you so much for being on this show, man. Uh, I can't wait to see all your upcoming content. Can't wait to see your videos uh, that anything you put out today already. I don't, I haven't watched one today, but I'm going to, as soon as we get off this, I'm literally going to go sit at my computer and watch your video that you put out. Today. Appreciate that. Absolutely, man. And thank you so much for your compliments. And thank, uh, I, I just appreciate you coming on this show so much, man. And I hope, I hope, uh, I hope anyone who listens to this feels a little bit uh, inspired or just takes something away from this. Uh, you know, Brett and I really just love creating content, man. And it's the name mm -hmm. of the game. And we love football, which is also, this is why we're, why we're even doing this, man. You know, we love football you do know so one much. more thing that we do both love as well too, right? What's that? All my homies. Oh, we love Jamal Agnew. We love Jamal Agnew, dude. Love Jamal, Jamal, Agnew. Jamal Agnew is a beast. And I do agree with you. I would 
I would much rather have Jamal Agnew than DeAndre Hopkins. We will close this video on that, dude. I will ne I would Real. never I would never take DeAndre Hopkins over Jamal Agnew. And the reason why is because Real we talk. already Real talk. we already we already have plenty of structure in the receiving core with Calvin Ridley now on top of dude, we're already like three games out from the Super Bowl with who we have now. We do not need DeAndre Hopkins in any way whatsoever. Jamal Agnew, all, my, all your homies. All my homies? Yeah. We love Jamal Agnew. Hey, anyone who checks this out from BJ Mafia, I appreciate you guys. Mm -hmm. Also, anyone who checks this out on my side, make sure you check out BJ and uh, make sure you hit up all his socials, which I'm going to list below. Uh, is there any other shout outs or just anything before I say peace out on this uh, Creative Locker podcast episode? That's it, man. I just want to say thank you yet again and make sure you guys go follow me on my socials on Twitter, on YouTube, and you guys can go find me on Instagram too. The link tree will be in the description down below. Aaron will have them posted and just thank you again, man. Let's go, dude. And it was always... The Jags. The Jags, man. It's always us. It's always going to be us. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Creative Locker Podcast. Until next time, peace.